Hello, my name is Christina Cantors, and I'm the host of this podcast. Before I get to the intro music, I want you to decide whether this podcast is for you or not, because I don't want to waste your time. Firstly, this podcast is for people who know how important relationships are at work, in business, and in life. And it's for people who want to learn how to be confident, connect with others, and build these relationships. If you're shy, introverted, and don't like talking about yourself, that's okay, as long as the desire for learning and success is there. If you don't think that relationships are important to success and you want to make it big all on your lonesome, that's cool, but maybe you don't listen to this podcast. Okay, still with me? All right, you are officially a rock star. Let's get into episode one. You're listening to Stand Out, Get Noticed, the podcast that helps you communicate with confidence and clarity so you can stand out from the crowd and get noticed by the people who matter to you. If you want to make awesome connections, build strong relationships, and get what you want in business and in life, this podcast is for you. To subscribe to the show and download the back catalogue, go to thecmethod.com slash podcast. What's up, everyone? Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited to be finally launching this new podcast. Like I mentioned before, my name is Christina Cantors, and I am your host, broadcasting to you all the way from Melbourne, Australia. The song you heard in the intro is my rendition of Disclosure and Sam Smith's Latch, played on the ukulele, yes, by me, exclusively for you. Do you know how hard it is to find a theme song for your podcast? It's really hard. I couldn't decide, but I didn't want it to hold me back from launching, so I just played my own. Simple. Anyway, as this is episode one, I want to share with you why you should be tuning into this podcast, what you can expect from it, then I'll get into this week's topic, which is all about comfort challenges. You'll hear more about my ukulele obsession then. So, firstly, why should you listen to this podcast? As the name suggests, the podcast is all about helping you to stand out from the crowd and get noticed, but not in a douchebag, jerky way. It's for all the right reasons. So it's not about being the loudest person in the room shouting, look at me! It's about having the confidence to be yourself and simply communicating yourself well so that people understand you and your message and you make a phenomenal impression on them, which then makes them remember you. And when someone remembers you as being awesome, that's how you start to build authentic, meaningful relationships. And having great relationships and networks gets you closer to achieving what you want in life. Yep, great success. So what could standing out and getting noticed look like for you? So let's say you're a business owner. You probably want to get noticed by new clients and have them frothing at the mouth to buy your product or service. If you're a startup, you want big investors to notice and remember you and, of course, invest their big bucks in your brilliant idea. If you're a podcaster, you'll want to stand out from the hordes of other podcasts because God knows they're getting more and more ubiquitous, and you want to get more people listening and visiting your website. Or if you're a job seeker, if you want that dream job, you want to rise above the hundreds of other applicants, right, and, and be the person that employees look at and go, yes, you, we want you. 
So whatever it is that you want to achieve, communicating yourself and your message with confidence and clarity, and maybe a bit of creativity, will help you stand out and get noticed. In my humble opinion, anyway. Now, why is this important? From what I've learned during my years as an architect and since starting my own business, I've learned that people don't buy your product. They buy you. Have you ever bought a book or something or a course or paid for training because it was created by a particular person that you liked, even if there were plenty of other options out there, maybe cheaper or by someone more qualified? I know I have. And the reason I did was because I liked and trusted that person. That person was confident in the way they presented themselves and their message was very clear. Have you noticed I like C words? There's been, there's been a few so far. There's been communication, confidence, clarity. And that's why my business and my website is called The C Method. Yeah, the C doesn't just stand for Christina and Cantor's. That was just a happy coincidence. Oh, there is one more C word, actually. Creativity. So why is creativity so important? It gets new ideas going. It makes your work different to others. It makes your work authentically you. And it makes your work fun. Everyone likes to have a little bit of fun, right? Now, I believe that anyone can be creative. You just have to learn how to unlock it. And I'm here to show you how. Oh, yeah. Okay, now I want to share with you my really quick background story to help you decide if you actually want to listen to me or not. I used to be an architect in Melbourne. And while the technical work and the fickle nature of the industry and working for a corporate firm just wasn't for me, I did love working with people. I noticed that so many people struggled to communicate themselves effectively, whether when working in teams, presenting an idea, and even just one-on-one. I had done courses on communication, and I actually found it fascinating how the way you communicate your message can make all the difference when you want to be successful in your career. So I started helping architecture students and graduates through my first podcast, and throughout 2014, I did more speaking gigs and coaching, and I discovered more about my strengths and how I could help people. Uh, One example of this is through creative outreach. I never realized how valued creativity is until I had massive positive reactions to the videos I was making asking people to be guests on my podcast. I made one for Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income. I made one for Andrew Warner of Mixergy.com. And tons of people in the podcast community were like, you're so creative. I love that video you made. And by the way, both of those guys said yes to my podcast interview, even though they weren't doing any interviews at the time, which is proof that this creative approach really works. And you can see those videos on my YouTube channel, actually. Anyway, moving on. I started my business, The C Method, in late 2014. And what I do now is I help people tell their story with confidence and clarity. So this includes things from interpersonal skills like public speaking, explaining to others what you do, performing well in job interviews, to communicating yourself online through your web copy, your LinkedIn profile, and so on. After an exciting year of travel in 2014, 
I now live in Melbourne, Australia, and in my spare time, I like to write for my personal blog, train at CrossFit, and play the kazoo. Oh, you don't know what a kazoo is? It's a small tin instrument invented in the early 1900s for people who wanted to annoy their neighbours. It sounds like this. It's amazing! (laughs) Okay, moving on. So what can you expect from this show? Nothing but insane fun, my friend. Okay, maybe that's a bit of a hyperbole, but I will be doing my best to make it as entertaining as possible. I may even bust out the ukulele every so often. (laughs) But seriously, it's a weekly podcast and I'll try my best to keep each episode to 30 minutes or less. I personally don't like really long podcasts and I want to create a show that I would want to listen to. And I'm really picky with the shows I listen to. So you're not going to get any bullshit, no mucking around, talking about nothing for 10 minutes, just straight into the content. Sound good? Awesome. Of course, there is a little bit of mucking around on this episode, I know, but hey, it's episode one. Okay. Now, if you're listening and decide that you totally love this podcast and want more, well, firstly, I want to say that I love you and I want to give you a big hug and a silly hat. And secondly, good news, I do have more for you. Now, you may or may not know this, but this is the second podcast I've started. The first one I started back in November 2013, and it was called Presentation Skills for Design Students. Yes, very niche, I know. As I used to be an architect, that podcast was for architecture and design students and graduates, helping them present themselves better, perform well in job interviews, and so on. Now, while the content sounds very specific, it is still applicable to most people. So if you want to become a better public speaker and build confidence to do well in job interviews, I would definitely recommend you check it out. As I mentioned in the intro, you can find all those old episodes at thecmethod.com slash podcast. I have a list of all those episodes there with links to the show notes as well. Alrighty, Rockstar, let's get into this week's topic, and it's about comfort challenges. You may be thinking, how is a comfort challenge related to communication? It's totally related. When it comes to presenting well or reaching out to someone or performing well in an interview, a lot of your success will come from how confident you are. And confidence comes from trying new things, maybe failing, maybe succeeding, but always learning and growing. Personally, I like to push myself out of my comfort zone wherever I can. Not only does it help to build my confidence, it also squishes the fear of criticism that is absolutely rife when communicating with others. Plus, it gets you thinking outside the box, thinking creatively, all that, and it helps with generating new ideas. Now, one example I want to share with you this week is the story of Christina, the ukulele enthusiast. Once upon a time... There was a girl from the land of Oz. Her name was Christina. She had always been into music and had learned keyboard and piano from a young age. However, she always hated playing in front of other people and felt like a performing monkey at the end of year concerts, being forced to play songs she didn't really care about in front of people who would judge her for not being as good as all the other kids. Okay, so I'm not going to do the whole thing in third person, but... (laughs) but I will continue with the story. 
Yes, it's true. I hated playing music in front of others. I always felt like I had to be perfect when I performed, but I was never really that dedicated to practicing in the first place. It was your typical parent forcing the kids to play the music situation. Since I moved out of home, and especially since traveling a lot, I basically stopped playing music, which is a shame because I actually do enjoy playing. For myself, that is. Then one day, my mum got a ukulele. She's really good at guitar and got a uke to take traveling. I've always been hopeless at guitar, there's just too many strings, but I picked up the uke and I read a few bar chords. I could totally make sounds that didn't sound like rubbish. I played it a few times, but I didn't get very far with it. Anyway, fast forward a couple of years, and I'm in New York City making random videos. I've gotten a lot more confident with, quote, performing, having done public speaking gigs and podcasting, and then making videos. But I've still never actually played an instrument on camera. And then I went to Thailand. A friend of mine has a ukulele and plays me a few songs. I'm really inspired, so I ask if I can borrow it for a few days. I learn how to play one of my favorite songs, Taylor Swift's Shake It Off. And then I think, hang on, maybe I can incorporate this into my webinar. Yes, I, I was hosting a webinar that week. Totally random for a webinar for podcasters. But I wanted to make it interesting, and I thought, it's my webinar, so why not? So I practice those three chords over and over, over and over and over until I get them good enough. In the webinar, I make my internet singing debut. I'm not perfect, of course. But I have a giggle at myself as I tell my attendees why they should shake off any negative comments they receive. Slowly, I'm learning to care less about what others think. Next, I'm back in Australia and I start jamming on my mum's uke. I have a friend, Jared Easley, who I really want to interview on my podcast. But I want to invite him through a song. I take the song Take It Easy by the Eagles and switch up the words asking Jared to be a guest on my show. My sister helps me out with some shakers and backing vocals. It's super cheesy but really fun and the first time I'm openly sharing my ukulele playing and singing online. Jared's response, by the way, he totally loved it. And the interview was a hoot. And then I get my very own ukulele for Christmas. Yay! I decide that one of my goals for 2015 is to learn 100 songs on the ukulele. Now, fast forward to mid-January. If you don't know, Melbourne is a very vibrant city with lots of street performers. There's always something happening. I was walking along and I saw an old man busking. That's what we call street performing in Australia. He was an old man. He had a little speaker and a microphone and he was singing very bad karaoke songs. He was terrible. And I thought, if he can do it, I can do it. So I jumped online and applied for a busking permit. 
I had to go to a review session to get my permit. I rocked up and gathered in the foyer with about 20 other wannabe buskers. I chatted to a few of them. They were seasoned musicians who were busking for extra practice. They said, what gigs do you do? And I said, oh, me? I got this ukulele for Christmas. Anyway, went into the room. I thought it would be like the X Factor, with judges and buzzers and a big red X above my head, where you'd start playing and they'd go, next. But, disappointingly, it was just an info session. Anyway, I got my busking permit, which means all I have to do now is create a set list, assign, pick a spot, and just go for it. So I haven't done it yet, but when I do, I will be sure to share it with you. Now, the reason I've shared this story with you is because if you'd spoken to me a year ago or even three months ago, there is no way I would have ever even remotely considered performing on the street. Even now, it's way out of my comfort zone, but I've been slowly doing things throughout the year to build my confidence. Now, if I hadn't been making videos and putting myself out there, I definitely would not be okay with busking. So I'm I'm really proud of how far I've come. So what does this have to do with you? If you're listening to this and you want to build your confidence when it comes to public speaking or pitching an idea or going for a job interview or even in a group social situation, which are all uncomfortable situations, you need to practice being uncomfortable. It's like having a high pain threshold. If you're like me and do a lot of physical exercise and get pushed by a coach, you get used to the physical pain, which makes it easier to deal with. You know that you got through it last time, so pushing through the pain this time is easier. It's the same with pushing through your comfort barrier. If you do one little thing that's uncomfortable for you and you get through it, you think, oh, that wasn't too bad, and then you slowly get more comfortable with being uncomfortable. Then, as you build your comfort threshold, doing those other things that seemed so scary at the time suddenly become less scary. Does that make sense? So, I'd like to give you a challenge this week. I'd like you to write down, firstly, what would be a big comfort challenge for you? Then, think about some less scary steps you could take to work your way up to it. Maybe your big challenge is to give a speech to a 100 people. Small steps you could take could include speaking to a smaller group or giving a quick announcement at a dinner with friends. Get comfortable in these low-pressure situations and your confidence will build. Okay, and that brings us to the end of episode one. Just before I go, keeping in with the theme of my ukulele challenge, I'm experimenting with some ukulele songs for the outro. So I'm thinking each episode will have a different song. Let's see if I can play and talk at the same time. All right, let's give this a go. These are the chords to Five's Keep On Moving, which I love. What do you think? Now, hopefully with each episode, my playing will improve and you can see. Well, not see. Listen, you can hear how I'm improving. (laughs) So thanks so much for tuning in. Again, if you want to download the back catalogue of podcasts, go to thecmethod.com slash podcast. My name is Christina Candes, and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed, brought to you by The C Method. Now take care, 
and I'll see you next time.